toys can take over your home. Because everybody has those junk drawers where stuff just piles up. Put the backpacks on the hook. Take the lunch boxes out. Like, just do those simple things then, because then at the end of the day, you're not like, how are there four million piles around my house? And when you're busy and you have a lot going on, sometimes it's just finding those little things that save you five minutes here, five minutes there. Well, that's another hour at the end of the day. I grab the bag and I go do my project and I come back and put it right back where it went. And that's been a game changer. Welcome to The Parent Hack. On this podcast, we will share everything from how we got our babies to sleep through the night to how we hit huge goals at work and everything in between. Disclaimer, we are not perfect parents, don't claim to have a perfect relationship, and we certainly don't have the answers for everything. However, we are driven and curious people, and the journey of marriage and parenthood has led to a lot of research and personal development. We firmly believe in the quote, if you want to go quick, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. On this podcast, we will share what has helped us lead a life full of abundance and joy. And we're so excited to have you here on The Parent Hack. As a reminder, if you're listening to the show and you think of somebody that might benefit from hearing it, please share it with them. And also, subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast platform. And let us know what you want to hear more about. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Parent Hack. Once again, we are so happy you are here to join us today and really excited for today's topic. This is something that has been asked a lot across social media. So we thought we'll just do an episode on it. So one of the most requested topics was how do you keep your house from not being a complete disaster all the time. So if you guys are new to the parent hack, we have two kiddos, we both work full time. And there's always a lot going on around our house, and it can become overwhelming. And so while of course, our house is certainly not always perfect, um, by any means, because we live here and life happens, we have come up with some things that we do on a daily basis that really help it run more smoothly. Yeah, I think probably the overarching theme here is just consistency and a little bit of a process that we've slowly refined to try and keep the mess at bay uh, when we can. And after the house cleaner comes, not to not have the house be dirty in the next day. Yeah. So. And, and you know, we both operate a lot better when our house is not completely chaotic. And I'm really big on our house being our home and being the place that people can come and relax and it's comfortable and welcoming. And it's not just a stressful place to be. So We're going to kind of talk you through our top 10 things we do that we feel like have made a massive transformation in just how our house runs on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So number one is invest in quality products that will make your life easier. For example, we bought a cordless vacuum that I thought was an incredibly dumb purchase for like, I don't know how much it was. Anyway, it was expensive. And I was very skeptical of this, this purchase thinking, why do we need this? We have a corded vacuum that works perfectly fine. But we have a golden retriever and his hair is literally everywhere. So plus a toddler who throws food on the floor 24 seven. Julia is a, you know, walking food tornado. So we bought this vacuum and as, as odd as this may sound, it is 
a lifesaver as far as just like keeping the little messes cleaned up and not having to go through this massive process of just getting the vacuum out, plugging it in is bad as it sounds to say that. It's, but it just it makes problem. it simple. Yeah. And we went back and forth on whether or not we should get this forever because it was expensive. And we we're like, should we get this? Should we get a robotic vacuum? I'm like, if we spend this amount of money. I really want it to be something yeah. that's worthwhile. And I will tell you, it is so worthwhile because it just is simple. It's quick. It saves time. And when you're busy and you have a lot going on, sometimes it's just finding those little things that save you five minutes here, five minutes there. Well, that's another hour at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And it's totally worth it. So if there's something that you're like on the fence about, you, you know, it'll probably make your life a lot easier. Like spend the money, get it and just move on to the yeah. next thing. I mean, this, this helps so much just have a clean space and not kind of have that stress. Like something's always dirty. So I think it's been a great purchase. Touche. Okay. So second tip is take the time to organize things. So my like plan, of course, we moved into this house was like, we're not putting anything away unless we put it in the perfect spot and it's all organized. And then we know that never happens because when you're moving in, you're like, just get the stuff in the house. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't care. We're so tired of looking at it. So it was kind of a process. And, and it, you know, it takes time to think about how you want things organized because you want it to be realistic and you want it to work. And I think you can over-organize things or you can just do nothing. And it kind of takes time to find that happy medium. So last year... The biggest thing I organized that was a massive undertaking was our pantry. Yeah. Uh, so we have a walk-in pantry and it was... It didn't look terrible. I mean, it does now that I look back at pictures. <laughs> but it wasn't something that you would walk in and be like, oh my goodness. Yeah. But we had food in there that... We had cans of food that we literally moved from our old house to this house that were expired. I'm and like, I, how does that happen? Yeah, not even like went out of my way to kind of purge things before we packed them. So it's just going to happen. And the pantry has been a game changer not only for just like the organization, kind of you walk in there and it's just kind of clutter free, but just being able to know what the heck you have. Yeah. I mean, that's been probably the most eye opening thing to me is like you walk in there and like, oh, we're out of this or we have this and you're not shuffling through or digging through. I mean, it's pretty nice just to walk in there and grab what you need and leave. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to like look in there before you run to the grocery store and be like, OK, we're running low on yeah. our ketchup stock. We're running low on salsa, whatever it may be. And we invested in some good organizational tools bins, whatever you want to call them. And I like did some research. Like I looked on Pinterest. I looked at some like amazing accounts that do professional organizing. You know, it was money to spend, obviously, but it was so worth it. So it has helped keep our life so much, so much more organized. And we did the same with our kitchen drawers. Yeah. Um, Just stuff we had really never gotten around to since we moved here. And I did it on maternity leave. I was like, this is the one thing I'm going to get done while I'm off work. And we've really like every... I would say like every three months, we kind of try to just do a touch up yeah, um, so that it's not getting completely out of hand again. Because things are going to happen. You live there, right? But yeah. those, it takes... Those clear drawer things have been awesome yeah. in the drawers. Because everybody has those junk drawers where stuff just piles up. And we still have a little bit of like... They still get a little messy every once in a while. But those bins just kind of, you know, they have a space for everything. Batteries, pins, little tools, whatever. Just makes it so much nicer. Again, just to go find something. And not feel like you're rifling through a drawer for 10 minutes to find a screwdriver that you need to fix Warren's toy. You know? Yes. So next big thing, this kind of piggybacks on the last one, is actually like if you have children, you know the toys. The toys can take over your home. And so recently I was like, we had these two big kind of wicker baskets full of toys. And I was like, I don't even know what's in here. And it drove me crazy yeah. because Warren would want to dump it all out. Plus, it was like we have nice toys and 
nothing's together. So they really aren't getting utilized. So we had some built-ins. I got clear plastic tubs. Clear tubs, I think, was is a big key there because then you know what's in them. And I got tubs with lids. So I know baskets and stuff are really cute. Ours, our stuff is behind doors. So I wasn't really worried about the aesthetics of it. But I think the key, and my friends are going to laugh here because my friends with older kids were like, just wait, your kids are going to still open and dump everything out. Warren can open the bins, but it's not like Julia can just pull everything out and dump it out. She's at that age where she's like, if she can pull something out and dump it out, she will. And so that helps at least cut down on how much stuff gets pulled out and dumped out. And we have a rule, two bins out at a time. Yeah. For the most part, that works pretty well. But Warren knows. I mean, he's like, okay, if I want to get another one out, I'm going to put this away. And it just helps keep a little bit of structure. I'm like, they do that at school. I don't know why. We didn't do it at home earlier because it has really, really helped. No, it's definitely kept uh, kept the, the messes a little bit more contained. And that way he can't have a thousand things out that he's not playing with. That's helped a ton. And it's been nice that we have like a built-in cabinet to kind of put those in. If you don't have built-in cabinets, you might aesthetically want baskets or something like that. But it's at least worked a lot better and kept the toys more organized. So, you know, like there's a truck bin, there's a you know ball bin, whatever it is. It's been nice. So next one is... Cody's masterpiece. So yeah. I'm going to let him take this one. <laughs> well, number four. So this one is all about the attic. So when we moved into the to this house, I, we obviously just put a bunch of stuff up there. And then as the holidays kind of came and went, I slowly realized, okay, get rid of all these old crappy storage containers that we had get clear ones and then organize it by season. So I've kind of got like a clockwise, counterclockwise formula, whatever works where like Christmas stuff. And then we have fall stuff and just kind of as the season come and come and go, I go up and I pull those bins out and I put the other ones back in and it just works really well to kind of know where everything's at, know how you get there, get it out, get it back in and always have a space for it instead of just like cramming everything back up there. And clear bins again, help again. Like we'll never buy colored bins again because you can't see what's in them. So like we always buy clear stuff that way. When you are getting Christmas stuff out and you need to put some fall stuff away, it doesn't really matter what bin it goes in. You know what I mean? Like if you've got empty things sitting up in the attic because they're all clear, you don't really have to label them. Yeah. Okay. So next tip number five is put things away. And this sounds really simple. I read this in a book a couple of years ago talking about just like kind of our topic that we're talking about today. And I thought this sounds so simple, but it's so simple not to do as well. So when you get things out, just put them back where they go. When you come yeah. home from work, put the backpacks on the hook, take the lunch boxes out. Like just do those simple things then because then at the end of the day, you're not like, how are there four million piles around my yeah. house? Like, or same with laundry. I mean, and we still don't do this all the time. Like we still it's not always consistent every single day, but the more we do it, the cleaner it is, the cleaner it stays. It is just makes a world of difference if you just follow through and take one extra second and hang your clothes up or put the backpack away or empty this or whatever and don't halfway do five or six things to then feel like you have a bunch to do after the kids go to bed or whatever. Another big one that's made a difference kind of going along with following through with what you're doing is making your bed every morning. Cody and I did not do that for the longest time, probably until we had kids. And it again, just... I did it quite a bit before we it. got married. Just not all the we, pillows were in the perfect spot. Yeah, I, I don't like... Cody's the making the bed. Am I making the bed a little bit different? Yeah. He he knows how to do it right because he's done it right before. And then someday <laughs> he's don't. like, oh, what? And I'm like, you know how the pillows go. Don't the 30,000 like pillows don't. don't need to be stacked perfectly. You just need to make <laughs> they the bed. They do. That's part of making the bed. Um, has anybody else ever had this uh, yeah. disagreement with their spouse? Over under, how many pillows does your wife have on your bed? Right. If it's over... Eight, 
I know. I don't even know. I'm trying to count in my head exactly. right now how many pills we have on our bed, out. but it looks good. <laughs> it does look and good. I put them on the bed every morning. <laughs> but making your bed is also another place to just kind of like protect your peace, keep your bed a nice place. And again, just you want your, your home to be somewhere that helps you not be stressed out versus just somewhere that's just bringing on constant stress and chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel accomplished first thing in the morning. Like, oh, I just did that. It looks great. Okay. On to the next task. So the next one is don't start a project that you can't finish. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cody's <laughs> looking at me like, this is you. No, well, I think we both were really bad about this. Yeah, for a I mean, long time. I was Mr. Like, I'm going to do this project on the weekend. And then two months later, I still have the tool sitting on the back patio that I started this project with. And as I'm looking at the power washer on the back, <laughs> the back patio right now and the blower. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna blow that off later. So don't worry about that. No, I'm I'm still bad about this at times, and and I think Teresa and I are our combination really bad oh about goodness, this yes. of like, hey, let's start this project. We love well, I, we love projects, yeah. and we've always yeah. lived in houses that Needed need stuff done, and yeah. so we get ambitious. And we're like, yes, let's do it all. I'm I'm so bad about this, and Cody's like, Teresa. <laughs> How many hours are in the day? I can't do all of these things at once. And then, then again, it's kind of like what you said. You feel like you've done a little bit of everything, but nothing's actually done. Yeah. So it's not any more relaxing. And it just stresses you out. Yeah. Um, you, there's always like this lingering, like, oh, I need, to, I need to finish that. I need to finish that. And so I swore off, for the most part, doing anything that takes more than like a day or just the afternoon that I have to commit to that. And I will figure out what to do with the other rest of them. I, I'll, I'll hire someone whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I won't take on more projects that last longer, but we have a finite amount of time and I don't want to spend my weekends doing projects that somebody could come over here and do in two hours. You yeah. know? So I think there's a reason why there's professionals and why people are doing that. Find them and spend the time that you want to spend with your family and doing things you enjoy, not being frustrated about a project. Yes, absolutely. So next one is kind of my bread and butter is don't go to bed with a dirty kitchen. And I know this is not brand new news, something you haven't heard before. But I also know that sometimes after you do bath time and you're exhausted from the day, it's like, do I really want to clean the kitchen? Is it that big of a deal? And of course, there's been times we don't. And I always wake up the next morning and I'm like, I hate walking into a dirty kitchen or or dishes in the sink. And it kind of just starts your day off on the wrong foot. So going to bed with a clean kitchen is huge for us. Some days it's cleaner than others. But for the most part, like we always empty the sink. We always run the dishwasher every single night. That's a game changer. Cody used to be like, there's still, we could probably fit two more bowls in that. We'll wait till the morning. And I'm like, just run the dishwasher. It costs 10 cents. Uh, so, and, and we've gotten, <laughs> and it's so true. Rinse I'm out like, your Ziploc bags. <laughs> Don't waste that water. Don't waste that water. No. So, and we've gotten a pretty good method to where like, sometimes T will do bath time. I'll come in here and kind of pick up the dishes and then she'll come in and like I'll kind of like load the dishwasher, and then she'll come back behind after me, and then she'll like wipe from the countertops, and then start the dishwasher. Because for some reason, I can't find the start button on the dishwasher. It's a really weird phenomenon. And he'll shut the dishwasher without soap in it, hundred percent, and he won't press start. <laughs> so, but that being said, he empties the dishwasher every morning. I don't like doing that. Yeah, so, so she starts it, and um, then in the morning, Cody's I, job is to I empty it. it. So I would much rather be the starter so than the empty. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, easier. I'm confused what work you're doing here. No. <laughs> No, but it's a good process that we've gotten down. And it is like, man, in the morning you walk in there, it's nice and clean, empty a few dishes, and then... It's messy again yeah. once the kids are awake, so you just get to do it all over again. Yeah. It never um, stops. No, so but it well really do it does. Time. 
you know, and if you're somebody who stays at home, I think you can kind of take this. I, I heard this advice once um, from one of my mom friends who stays at home. And on the weekends, we definitely do this. It's just cleaning the kitchen after every meal, including mm. like sweeping. Because I mean, gosh, you guys, if I had a dollar for every crumb that's on the floor after the kids and the dogs. You know, it's just disgusting. Yeah. So sweeping or vacuuming with your amazing cordless vacuum that you guys will purchase after this podcast. I need to <laughs> see if Dyson will sponsor us. Um, but it helps so much because like for us, we have wood floors and a pretty open floor plan. So if the floors in the kitchen are disgusting after lunch and we don't take the time to sweep, those crumbs just get pulled around the entire house and then the whole house feels dirty. So while it's five more minutes, it really does keep the rest of the house cleaner. And I know it's like, okay, then the kids take a nap and you have snack time when the floors are dirty again. The floors are kind of, um, I feel like that thing that's just, I do it 500 times a day. But it's part of having kids and it's part of this stage of life. But cleaning and sweeping after every meal definitely helps. Yeah, definitely. If you're at home more. So the next tip is to do a load of laundry every morning. This is something Teresa started doing a while back and it's really helped just not have that massive like aisle of clothes you have to do for hours and hours and hours. You kind of avoid that by doing this every single thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, as we've added more people to our family, of course, we just have more and more laundry. And so there's so many dirty clothes all of the time. Oh yeah. And so what we have baskets in our laundry room that we can go ahead and sort the clothes in. And somebody asked me if that was helpful. And I, it is so helpful, massive game changer. So we just kind of like we'll do a nightly sweep of laundry in the bathrooms in our bedroom and go ahead and sort them in those baskets in the laundry room. And so in the mornings, I'll start a load of whites and it makes the load smaller. So that's yeah. easier part of it. People are like, is it worth it? And again, I'm like, just run, yeah. run the washing machine, run the washing machine, um, run the dishwasher. Yes. So I'll start a load of laundry when we get up in the morning and then throw it in the dryer before we leave for work. And then I do not enjoy folding laundry. I don't like folding laundry. So that's Cody's kind of yeah. sweet spot is he's the folder. I've recently outsourced that. that yeah, job, we but. have recently outsourced folding laundry to our <laughs> house cleaner. But that has only come with time of working hard yeah. and following our budget. And it's totally worth it. But, but it's if totally you're not, worth it, though. Yeah. If you're not at that point where you can do that, it, the goal was always start a load of laundry in the morning, yeah. fold that load at night, and just put it away. And I don't mind folding. It just takes time. I mean, so, you know, if I can pay someone a little bit extra to do that while they're here, just made sense. So the next one is to do a weekly fridge sweep. And we kind of do this. We try to do it on trash day. Trash day is a good day to do it um, for us. Like go through there, get all the stuff out that you don't need or that's expired or that's just been sitting in there. Kind of get rid of it. And then that way, whenever you get ready to go to the grocery store or go shopping, you kind of have a good view of like, okay, what do I need? What do I need to restock on? All those things. And then even those days, sometimes like just wipe the shelves out and stuff yeah. like that. Just so much. It's amazing how much stuff like gets in there and just how much of a mess it is sometimes. It's but so dirty. But Thursdays are trash day. It works out yeah. really well. So we do it Thursday, Fridays, I grocery shop. Yeah. So then you don't have the nasty food sitting in your trash cans outside for a week. And you know what you need. Do some inventory. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned because... that the hard way. You don't want to put like chicken in your garbage can on a Monday when it's 100 degrees outside and trash days until Thursday. Yeah, it's very stinky. You'll have a fly problem. You will have a fly problem, which gives you another don't, project to work on. For don't learn that the, the hard way. Because then you'll be spinning out your trash cans the weekend. So. so our very last tip is, again, more Cody. Yeah. And it's a big one. The garage. Yeah. So the garage, the man's domain, or at least the only 
room that they actually are allowed to have on their own is what I should call it. I give you full <laughs> That's the only room in this to house. Do whatever you want in the garage. Besides maybe the bar that I have like full rain on. And he I'm okay with that. He doesn't have full rain on the bar. Okay, well, I thought I did. My Easter decorations are currently check, sitting check, there. Check that one off. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but You're a good sport. You know, we the same thing with the storage stuff. I went to Home Depot and, and bought nicer storage bins, nicer like tool bins to just have a little more, better idea of where that stuff was and what's in this tool bag and not just like this random toolbox of crap, you know? So that way, if I need some drills or some drill bits, I grab the bag and I go do my project and I come back and put it right back where it went. And that's been a game changer. The other probably biggest game changer was sealing or epoxying the garage floors. It's amazing. So I did this once at our old house and I bought the cheap stuff from like Lowe's. It didn't work. It peeled off. Like peeled off. It it worked okay. Not great. I would never do it again. Go to like the local paint store and those guys, gals have the real deal. Like this stuff will stick to anything. It's amazing. And so I did that in this house and it took me a Saturday pretty much all day. Actually, didn't we had COVID? I had no sense of taste or smell. Just good. It smelled terrible. Teresa walked out there and was like, oh my gosh, this, this smells like, terrible. You need to have a mask on. He's so, like, oh, it smells. Follow safety protocols. Follow safety wear, protocols. wear a mask for a lot of reasons, but especially this one. And it has made the biggest difference. Like, it is not as dirty. Dirt doesn't track in. It blows out easier. It cleans out easier. I don't know. It's crazy. But it also makes that garage feel so much like more of a usable space and like a space you want to be in versus just that like oh the garage so nasty so dirty so cluttered yeah yeah, dumping zone we all know everyone else treats the garage like a dumping zone i do i don't know where i don't when i didn't know where things (laughs) went i just stuck them out there so when you have when he created spaces for them i try to be really good about putting them back where they go when i need something and yep. I have my own little toolbox of the random stuff that I occasionally need, like a hammer and a screwdriver, so that I don't have to go digging through all his stuff because yep. I don't know what half of it is. So, yep. so that once, is helpful too. That's a yep. bonus tip is have get a small toolbox for inside that yep. has like stuff to hang pictures and your staple gun and stuff that like I use. Um, so I don't have to ask Cody where it's at. Yeah. No. And so the other side of our garage is we put down some horse stall mats. Um, you can get them like Atwoods or you know, like a farm and ranch store. And they're about though three eighths of an inch, just rubber mats that we use to work out on. You could hit golf balls off of, I mean, it's, it just makes it a more dynamic space than just a garage with junk in it. So I highly recommend putting a little more TLC into the, the garage and just making it nicer and more enjoyable to be in and more organized. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's from my perspective, I love it because it just keeps the house cleaner. Because we always come in through the garage. So if the garage is cleaner, the rest of the house stays cleaner. Um, And I think that's kind of one of the big things we've learned is like, whatever you do kind of bleeds into the other space. So it's like, if you can just stay on top of it for the most part, I mean, there's weeks that we're like, what happened? A tornado happened here. But for the most part, it really like, you know, it's always the 80-20. It doesn't matter if you're talking what what you're talking about. But if you can do this 80% of the time, (laughs) it makes such a massive difference in your life. And really like dividing and conquering mm-hmm. the chores around the house um and our kids are <laughs> starting to get to the age where they get to have yeah, a little partake in that chore yeah. list too but but cody's really good at helping me with things and and i think we both know like what the other person enjoys doing versus like the things i despise doing and so we just kind of are like that's like i'll i don't take the trash cans out 
Yeah. Uh, unless Cody's out of town and I, and then I they really, sit there until I get back. They will, <laughs> they will sit there. <laughs> and the other thing, I think that's a great point. And the other thing is to outsource. I mean, you heard us talk about this in regards to folding, whether it be folding clothes, whether it be projects. I mean, don't spend your time just running in circles, like spend it how you want to spend it. <laughs> to me, it's like, I'll work hard to make more money to get rid of some of these tasks that just our time sucks, you know? And it's not that I don't enjoy some of these projects, but man, I don't want to spend three or four weekends like working on this stuff whenever I can have somebody come in here and knock it out. In a yeah. Day, you know? Outsourcing is huge. I mean, yeah. like we, after I went back to work after Warren was born, I was cleaning like all day on Saturdays and it, the whole house was never cleaned at the same time. So that was, drove me crazy. And Cody was like, why don't we get a house cleaner? And I was like, we can't do that. We can't afford a house cleaner. And he was like, why don't we at least look into it? And I was like, well, at that point, I was certainly willing to give up other things at a house cleaner, which we did. Yeah. Like we, I was like, I would rather have a house cleaner than cable. Like we can stream some stuff. And we don't watch a ton of TV. And that's kind of how we started. And I felt like really privileged. Honestly, I felt crazy yeah. having someone come clean my house. I was like, I don't know if I deserve this. But it gave me so much more time with Warren. And it gave me time to do other things and spend time as a family. And so, you know... Our budgeting podcast, we kind of talked about like what what's your priority and what's important to you. And so we've gotten to a point where it was like, okay, we are willing to give up some of these other things to be able to outsource some projects, outsource whatever it may be, folding laundry yeah. to give us more time as a family yeah. and that kind of stuff. I mean, our time is, I mean, we have two days a week that we're all here together. And so we really want to make the most of it. Yeah. I mean, it's an investment, you know, so you look at it as an investment in your time. What's your time worth is what I, is what I think. Like, what, what's all day Saturday worth? Is it worth cleaning a house or is it worth spending time with my kids? You know, and so you guys are catching us now. This is not three years ago. It took time to get here. A you long know? Time. So don't be yeah. frustrated if you hear this and you're like, oh, well, I can't do any of that stuff or I can't afford that. Neither could we. <laughs> so this comes in stages and it's something that you add to a vision board, as silly as that may sound, the house cleaner being on a vision board, add it. I mean, if that's something you want to get off your plate, figure out a way to do it because it's going to make your life better and it's going to make your life more complete because you're going to spend that time doing things you actually want to do instead of things that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really, really great point to end on. And um, hopefully these tips give you guys some really tactical things to walk away with and be like, okay, you know, make our house a home, feel yeah. comfy, feel cozy. We have wanna... all spent a lot of time at home the last year. So if you want to know um, what products we used or are referencing, send us a DM or something yes. on Facebook or Instagram. The Dyson we'll, Cordless Vacuum. Yeah, Dyson Cordless. Is, <laughs> shout out Dyson. I'm really not sponsored by Dyson, <laughs> but I love that thing so much. So yeah. thank you guys for listening today. We hope you can go uh, further together. We hope you found great value and some takeaway points in our show today. If so, please leave us a review where you're listening. And we ask that you share this with someone that would benefit from hearing today's episode. Also, we want to hear from you. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Tell us what topics you'd like us to cover, who we should interview, and anything else on your mind. Thank you for joining the Parent Hack. And remember, we can go further together.